Report in. Red 10 standing by. Red 9 standing by. Red 3 standing by. Red 6 standing by. Red 9 standing by. You're listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. This is it. He laser clickers. Welcome to the Ion Cannon Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Tom and William. Today, we're going to be discussing Season 1, Episode 18 of The Resistance, titled, The Disappeared. But, let's dive into a couple of announcements, and then we'll get to the episode. Um, Well, the only announcement that I have seen that was basically done... Um, supposedly last night at Disneyland, there was some costume reveals for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, we're not really going to get into it because I guess it's just brand new news, but the information's out there. If you're a Disney fan, just go to some Disney websites and they'll probably show it. Or if you go to our Facebook page, um, we supplied a link to it, but, um, they're interesting. They're, they look Star Wars. So we'll see if there's any more announcements coming. It's all, it's all I can. I'm excited. I mean, I think it'll be cool to be it looks very immersive so I, I i like that um i did think it was funny the the big the big news this week is that the mandalorian wrapped but if you were listening to our show that's true last week you will have already heard that because apparently what's old news is now new news again so uh officially now they've announced that the mandalorian has wrapped but it, it did wrap last week which is why you've already heard it here first so uh yeah not a not a lot of else other stuff going on but those uh I'm definitely excited for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Sometime in June, right? I think that's the that's the yeah, opening window. Whenever. It, it, it'll open whenever. Yeah. Um, but we've got a, a surprisingly big episode this week. Um, this was good. Yeah, Resistance really good. Season 1, Episode 18, The Disappeared. It was written by Stephen Melching and directed by Sergio Paez. Uh this is actually Stephen Melching's first episode on Resistance. You'll remember him from classics like Rookies and, and The Clone Wars and Twilight of the Apprentice from uh, Rebels. So it's great to have Stephen Melching on the sh- writing team for Star Wars Resistance. He always does such an amazing job. And he didn't disappoint in this one. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, in, in this episode, the First Order presence is affecting life on the platform. Big races are being canceled and platformers are mysteriously disappearing. Kaz and Tora manage to successfully free the First Order prisoners, but don't realize that their actions have put Team Fireball in a compromising position. Wow, that's a pretty uh, spoilerific summary, but... Um, yeah. I, uh, spoilerific, but really gets to the point of the episode. It, it does. It does. But let, let's start things off with the races. I mean, we're, we're back to the races. It's been a while. It's, it's nice to see them again. Given yeah. how much the show was mm-hmm. been, cut, been what half a season, yeah. I mean, we get little glimpses here and there, but they've they've really kind of shied away from the races. To my surprise, I mean, we've talked about this on the show before, but they they kind of pitched as a big racing show, and we but, haven't really gotten much of it. But I think in this case, by how they're trying to gear the show, I, I guess to promote it as being a big racing thing, but all of a sudden it seemed like they shifted gears. It seemed like it was the right thing to do. And sprinkle it in like they did with this episode worked because it actually set up, you know, Commander Pyre coming up to the platform and and saying that it could be a security risk that these races are going on, which you're like, 
hmm, really? They've been going on for how long, and now you're saying this could be the case? Well, Tom, Tom, you've got those first order ties in the air, and you just don't well, want you don't want the aces accidentally colliding with with one of these ships. Yeah, you know, but just... but if but if a tie fighter pilot is anything like a stormtrooper, do you think they're actually going to hit something? Well, they they may not hit something with their blasters, but they might hit something with their ship. <laughs> Okay, but again, but if they're like stormtroopers, do you think they're going to be able to fly and hit something? Yeah, but um, sorry, you know that was a bad joke. Uh, Pyre, yes, we're getting this very interesting dynamic between Pyre and and Doza, where Doza keeps trying to establish his authority, but Pyre keeps kind of throwing these little jabs in there, um, and and kind of testing testing Doza. Um, I mean, at one point, you know, Doza says, no, 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 I, I, I'm willing to take the risk. We need the positive morale from the races. And then um, basically he puts his foot down and says, no, we're going to keep doing this. It's all we have left. Uh, and Pyre just says, says, okay, of course, you can keep racing for now. Like yeah, he's not n- even n- trying to hide it. Sentence. And not what, not five minutes later, he's like, oh, by the way, I got a meeting. I want to talk to you. Uh, the races are canceled, and just flat out does it. And Doza shockingly acquiesces. What your thoughts, guys? I, what choice does he have? It's true, because it seems like there's more and more stormtroopers coming onto that platform. Just about every show, it, it almost is to the point to where Doza's really pushed into a corner. What choice does he have? He's. I think he's stuck. Mm. There's. Not a lot of options left for him, unfortunately. Yeah, and I, and I guess you're right. He does, and he is trying to. He worries about the safety of the the platformers. I guess it's the first time we've heard them called that. Um, True. But the citizens of the Colossus, uh, and so he's trying to keep them safe by giving in. But uh, I mean, it's I, I don't know if he he can keep them keep them safe. Uh, before we discuss that, though. I thought it was interesting that apparently there is a they do this thing called the ace run where new potential pilots can actually um, have an opportunity to become an ace and uh, Kaz and Tam almost had that opportunity. Um, Your thoughts? It's too bad we didn't really get to see this and it was actually canceled. It it would have been cool to see, but I think it just it's at this point it's gone and done. Yeah. Yeah, with, with with all the races being canceled, it was inevitable that something like this was going to happen. Yeah, it's just absolutely Tam's Tam's dream. Uh, less so, I mean, Kaz wants to do it, of course, but I think it's really what Tam's always wanted. So, yeah, now, I'm surprised she's not more heartbroken with the the first. Well, order you, gotta, she, you have to remember, she understands why the first order is doing what they're doing. That's true. She's kind of buying what they're selling, mm-hmm. hook, line, and sinker. She would be the perfect person to uh, go to one of the record, uh, recruiting depots that when the stormtroopers came into Aunt Z and wanted to put the poster up, that's exactly who they were trying to recruit. Somebody like her. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But I love how Aunt Z was trying to stop it. Yeah. Aunt Z gets a little uh, vocal here. Uh-huh. I'm impressed. And it, not not maybe the best strategy. No. The other thing about this episode I really loved was that little first order droid BB. Let's just call him BB hate. 
I, I mean, Mike, I don't that know if thing there's had, another name for it. But I know, but BB-8. that thing had such a toot throughout this whole episode. Little spideroid. You'd think they'd learn oh. not to talk bad about the First Order when they're around. You just want to kind of kick it off the platform and see how far it'll sink. <laughs> I love the, 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 the animation on... I, I like that you called it BB-8. I know it's a name mm-hmm. that's been circling. Oh, I mean, that was what it was called in uh, Last Jedi. Or was it Last BB-9E, no. technically, but you know, no, BB-8 no, no. BB is the... Let's be very clear. I, I, think, I think we're going to keep it BB-8. And we don't, we don't actually know the names, the droid's name. So, But anyway, uh, I digress. The I, I like the BB-8 was um, the, the, just the animation on the little droid and how he'll like roll up and very clearly is almost acting as like a sentry or almost like a tattletale almost. He's like going in and be like, ah, I see you. Let mm-hmm. me go get the stormtroopers, you know. <laughs> it's just a little, <laughs> a little on you. Hopefully we see BB-8 kicked off the platform at some point in the future. It would really make my day. He's, he's an annoying little, little, uh, little droid. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I thought this this the rising tensions. We've seen the tensions between the citizens on the on the Colossus and the and the First Order over the last few episodes, but it really starts to come to a head where they're 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 speaking out more against them, right? Well, like Aunt um, Z, Aunt Z's the perfect you know the the perfect person. She right. completely inside her bar is speaking out, saying, "I'm going to say what I want when I want, and nobody can stop me." Right? Mm-hmm. You can't recruit in my in my tavern. You, um, you know, I, I don't care. She doesn't, she doesn't care at all. And, mm-hmm. and it doesn't go well for her or any of the other, uh, residents. Uh, I mean, Greville is out there, I guess, kicking stormtroopers in the shins. Yeah. And, uh, it's maybe not the best idea. <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, and even hype who, I mean, we always think of him as just kind of this egotistical hotshot pilot. Right. Um, when he learns that they're grounded and, and no longer allowed to fly, of course everyone is upset. But hype in particular storms off and uh, you know decides he doesn't want to waste his best years uh, and starts hating on the the first order. And he gets caught up in this too, which was yeah. quite surprising actually. Well, to have him come into his hangar and see the uh, ship get a boot to it and the stormtroopers it just is. like locking it down. I mean, yeah, I'd be a little upset too. There's only so much you can take though. Yeah. I will say, I still have to be, I'm a little frustrated with Tam though. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Everyone's trying to figure out where hype has gone. Cause he disappears after this Torah comes in and says he's disappeared. And the stormtroopers are like, Oh, he just, he just left the station. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Really? Really? That's what we're going to believe. Like, why would you believe she, the first order here? I think she wants to believe it. Mm-hmm. And then that's the problem. She so <sighs> desperately wants the first order to be good that she's willing to, you know, accept what they say at, at face value. And I, I thought it was, mm-hmm. you know, kind of cool that uh, and creepy that the stormtroopers could do this location check on any citizen, right? And she's like, what happened to hype? And they're like, you know, uh, location check on citizen 1155. And instantly figure out where he went. And then, oh, yeah, he just left without saying goodbye. Um, okay. Okay. Really? Yeah. I mean, Who would, you can also, you can also is, take it from the point of view of they're just like, you know. This is hype we're talking about. Yeah. Like, never going to miss a moment to make a scene. Yeah. 
No. And, but but I think again, Tam accepts it because you know Torah clearly doesn't believe it could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tam accepts it because she she keeps she 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 wants the first order to be good. I think that's the impression I get at least. What I find fascinating was the argument they had in Aunt Z between Kaz and Tam, and they were back and forth, where Tam is just like, you know, sacrifices to maintain order and safety, and then Kaz comes, and, and then and then all this other stuff, and Nico's in the center going, you know, she has a point because of this, 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 this. But then Kaz comes back and says, but when this happens and you start losing things over time, and this and this and this, and then Nico comes back going, now wait a minute, he's got a good point too because of this, this, this. That was a really fascinating argument that was going on right there because both sides with Nico in the center were presented from, from a great point of view from both sides. And that's one of the things I think the show is doing well is, is trying to give um, both perspectives. One's obviously wrong. <laughs> um, very, but very, but you know, it, it's just, it's a neat, neat look at how some of the citizens might be viewing uh, the first order and their and their tactics, especially when they're trying. At this point, the first order is trying to maintain the guise of uh, of of being the the good guys and, mm-hmm. and 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 helping out. But you know, I think a lot of people like Aunt Z and 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 Tora and and Kaz understand that you know this. It's it's not all as it seems, and it's very easy for these temporary things to just last forever mm-hmm. uh, and i like that they've they've had this dynamic now going on for a few episodes and uh, i suspect i suspect uh tam might come to a rude realization in the in the near future but but that would be the question i mean do you think at some point it's going to be the the realization that maybe she's wrong or she's still going to be a little bit blinded to it I don't know. It's a good question. Will she come around or will she? I, th- I think there's one of two options. She's either so blinded that she joins the first order. And yeah. Ignores what's in front of her. Or she comes around and realizes that they were bad. And and to a certain extent, you could almost see her point of view to ignore things about the first order. But she is very you know, observant when she is standing on the uh, fireball looking at it. And she's sitting here drilling Kaz about, you know, there's carbon scoring and damage to the stabilizers. You know, where were you to get this ship in basically the last episode, this kind of damage? Kaz just cannot dance around, uh, you know, a direct confrontation like this. No. You know, because he was just like out and about, but he really went to Tokadana the last time. But he said this time, oh, I was just out and about. So... That that's the thing I think that's been driving me the most crazy. Kaz cannot keep his story straight, and the fact that Tam hasn't called him on it, right, is just oh she knows though. Yeah, the thing, but she, she hasn't like flat out said. I don't know. It, it, maybe she doesn't have to. But you know, last episode Kaz is like, I don't know. I just took it out for a spin, and then he's like, and then a couple minutes later he says that oh he actually went to Takadana, and then later he's like oh I just was taking out for a joyride again, and, and now in this episode he. You know, he he just says he was out and about. He 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 can't really keep his story straight. And I think Tam, if she doesn't, she she realizes something's going on. She's very mm-hmm. suspicious, that's for sure. But I, I'm just surprised she hasn't explicitly 
called him out on it given all of his lies. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a little frustrating, I would say. And yeah. even even later um when you know, I think the 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 big the big shock, right, when uh Kaz goes to talk to Yeager and uh finds out that, that Doza is there too and we'll, we'll come back to that in just a moment. They they leave, they put together this plan and they leave and again Tam is suspicious and Kaz is just like, "Oh, we're planning a little party, a gathering, a, a yeah, celebration." Celebration. Like, no. No, dude. Although part of me wonders, like I want to love to get your thoughts here. Is that just like a reference to Celebration Chicago? Star Wars Celebration coming up in April? Like I we're pa- planning a gathering, a celebration. And Nico's like, I love celebration. Didn't you hear? A celebration. Like, it almost screamed. We're going to cut this I, up into a trailer for I Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. I think that's I, pushing it. I would be surprised. Yeah. Really? It would okay. be an amazing reference, but I would be surprised. Uh-huh. I mean, they've had celebration planned for a while, but I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. You could be right. Yeah, but it's kind of pushing it to put it in an episode like that. Yeah. You could be right. Um, but the the bigger news is that Yeager and and Doza are now working together. What what do you make of this? I was I go ahead. I was it. I they fully understand what's going on at this point. Mm-hmm. Like they realize that the First Order has control of the station, and the only solution they're going to like the only uh, the only way they're going to solve this is by kind of working together and figuring things out. Yep. Yeah, and I think it was inevitable. I, it it definitely was inevitable the way things were going. You could just tell the way that Doza's character was written that he was very uncomfortable with what was going on. He was seeing what was going on because he did live through something like this with the uh, Empire. Well, he was a former Imperial he, officer, and he left right? the Empire. Mm-hmm. He was a former Imperial yeah. officer. Yeah. So he yeah. he saw something like this, and I think I think even when a couple episodes back when Pyre kind of confronted him on it. You know, it's like you were part of it, you know, however it went. I mean, you had a feeling this was coming because Doza left for some reason. Yeah. So, and he's also is, is as you've seen through these episodes, he's very protective of the people on the Colossus. So it appears natural that he would want to do something to still protect the citizens on the Colossus. Absolutely. I almost get the impression that he, that Doza and, and Yeager have this, uh, are almost like secretly friends. In I some ways, so. I mean, Doza I is so a former too. Imperial, Yeager yeah. is a former rebel, but somehow they've, you know, uh, they, they've kind of come together and set down, set aside their differences and, and become friends. I actually think I'd go as far. They, they are both friends in that they are nominally neutral. Neither yeah. of them wants to get involved. Neither wants to be part of any of this crazy stuff that's going on. And they're both kind of like they recognize that they're stuck now. Like, yeah, there's not a lot they can do. Yeah. And about the only thing they can do is trying to, you know, tell Cass, it's like, look, we've got to somehow break through the communications thing to get something out to where somebody can come and help us. Yeah. Although, I mean, I don't think there'll be much help at this point. Well, then here's a question in this respect. Do you think from this point or at some point the pirates could return? And the pirates could be the one that could help the citizens on the Colossus kick off the First Order. Because remember, the pirates were left high and dry when it came to the kidnapping of Torah. 
True. They could they could come back for revenge. I I do think they will they'll show up again at some point, but you know the it, in the at the beginning of the last episode, we find out they are one day away from the Force Awakens. So right. we, I think this sounds like if you get, I get the impression this is a new day. So we're probably looking at you know day zero of the Force Awakens now. You know while all this is happening, Ray is on uh, Jakku, and then you know they go to Takodana and and everything. So I, uh, things are going to start picking up pretty pretty darn soon. Oh yeah. So I don't know how mm-hmm. much. I I don't know if w- will there be a resistance around to rescue them. Probably not. I don't but think then, so. but then that would be where the pirates could come in. Ooh, because I because yes, I also because I also yeah, and I also look at it this way. Okay, why would somebody make an action figure of uh, one of the pirates? Uh, what was her name? If the character's Sonara? not going to yeah, Sonara. If the character's not going to come back. Oh, I'm sh- I'm sure Sonara's coming back. Yeah. So yeah. what would be the best way for her to come back? Is somehow the pirates get involved in helping kick the first order. Off. Now, not saying they're going to join the resistance, but say it is a, um, you know, it's uh, what's it called? A revenge for, although there is no revenge, but, um, you know, it's basically getting back at the first order for double crossing them. Yeah. Yep. Seems like it could happen. Um, but, uh, you know, so, so Tora and Kaz, they go looking for, for hype ship to confirm that he's really gone and this this scene I actually really I really enjoyed because typically, you know, they had this these bunch of crates and you'd expect Tora and, and Kaz to be hiding in the crates and then, you know, they sneak it past the troopers. And so when they they I actually enjoyed how they kind of fooled you into thinking that. So when the stormtroopers started to investigate the containers and and open it up and it turns out there were a bunch of gorgs inside uh, and it was just a distraction for them to sneak behind. It's always Gorgs. Always. Yeah, but I, I actually really enjoy, I, I liked I liked that. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you guys knew it was a distraction, but no. I had, I when I was writing the notes for this episode, I wrote, okay, so Kaz and Tora hide in the crates, <laughs> and I was like, oh, backspace, backspace, backspace. Nope, never mind. And and actually, I thought that was a very good use of the Korgs instead of again Kaz and Tora hiding in a crate. But then you look at it this way. The first order armor can't be all that great if a Korg can actually bite through it and cause the destruction and and you know cause what they did with these stormtroopers. Tom, don't don't overthink the Gorgs. They have very sharp teeth. Ah, That's good true. point. That I don't want to mess with them. Plasteel armor is it's not all it's cracked up to be. Okay, <laughs> I won't mess with them again. Uh, I did, however. So in in addition to in addition to liking how they kind of flipped that scene on its head. I also loved my favorite scenes. This is a small thing was just the, the moment with the two stormtroopers doing a routine check on the hangar mm-hmm. um, when yep. Tara and Kaz were hiding there. It was very a new hope, you know, and then mm-hmm. when Obi-Wan is uh, sneaking through the death star, to turn down the power and you just hear the stormtroopers having their little conversation. Right. Uh, I, I loved that moment in this episode. It kind of gave almost some breathing room and, and felt very real. And you almost wanted to hear one of them say, what was that? Exactly. Yeah. Must be another drill. Yeah. 
So the other thing I found interesting is after they leave um, Hype's uh, Hype's hangar, they go back to Aunt Z, and you find out that Aunt Z is not there anymore. And man, that droid, that droid just could knock any drinks together. Yeah. Well, could you keep up if you had if Aunt Z was gone and you had all these angry patrons demanding well, their drinks right away? Okay, but isn't wasn't the nickname for the droid Glitch? I mean, yes. no, I don't think I could actually keep up if my name were Glitch. <laughs> or uh, is it G17? Yeah, it looks like it could be pronounced Glitch. glitch. Yeah. yeah. You make a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, Aunt Z is gone. And I, once she started complaining, I had a feeling she was going to disappear. Oh, yeah. But I was still surprised they actually did that. Like, hype. And if you'd asked me who are the, the characters they would steal or, or capture, kidnap, whatever you want to call it. I would not have picked Aunt Z and Hype as the first two. Um, but I think I, I liked it. I liked how they did that. Um, you know, along with uh, Gravel, uh, who we talked about previously, and Nod, one of the those Snivians who was seen throwing produce at the stormtroopers uh, two episodes ago. Okay, um, for me, out of the four, the one that I wouldn't see being taken away. Would have been Gravel, just because he bumped into a stormtrooper, although he's always cranky and always making a big fuss. He did not but bump. He kicked what? the stormtrooper in the shin. <laughs> Sorry, okay. punched. All right. Okay. So Gravel yeah, has an attitude. That's true. That's Remember true. the beginning okay. of the series? Oh, he's a, he's a mean little sucker. Well, he also bumped into the BB hate droid too, right? So I could see BB hate trying to get revenge on him. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I could see it. All right. Take it back. Yeah, but uh, they're all locked in a, a cargo crate, uh, G87, on the West Docks, about to be shipped off-world, um, and there's not not a whole lot they can do aside from listen to the evil plans from inside the crate. Yeah, and try not to be too handsome to die. Yeah, and then also uh, have your back used as a stepping stool for Aunt Z to step on to try and oh, see what's going that, on outside. Because oh bad man, hype right. man. Yeah, I mean, Aunt Z is probably not the best one to be looking through a little hole on the top of the crate. Maybe maybe someone like Gravel, who's a bit lighter, easier to carry. Yeah, but, yeah, but at least Aunt Z had the motivation to be the mm-hmm. one to like actually try and figure out how they're going to get out of there. Mm-hmm. And she uh, she did have the good take charge mentality inside I loved that it. crate. Yeah. I, like, I loved how she just took charge and kind of became the group's de facto leader while Hype was freaking out. Aunt Z is taking control, and uh, so when um, Kaz and, and Tora finally arrive uh, they, and, and are, are able to rescue them, they they get out pretty pretty darn quickly. Also, CB twenty three, great at balancing. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And not only that, when Kaz almost falls over, you want to talk about a way to anchor it itself onto that to hold him and pull him back in on just that little cable. Yeah, like a ball on a curved surface is not yeah. usually a great, great, great at balancing. But you know, no, yeah, that's what that's what droids are for. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. I really hate to say this, I hear a song out of that one. <laughs> Let's continue, please. So Dude, does yeah. uh, so does Niku in his food song. <laughs> that's true. Oh, so bad. Oh God. Food, 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 food. Oh, okay, but you have to admit, since Niku is been in this they, they've kind of scaled him back a bit wouldn't you agree yes for which i am grateful yeah 
And especially in this episode, even though I can bypass the food, 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 food song, he was used very effectively in that conversation between Tam and Kaz. Yeah. No, I thought they've been doing a good job. Yeah. With, yeah. They're doing really good with the character with Niku for sure. But uh, yep. they managed to escape the, uh, the container and take out the stormtroopers with the, the help of an ant Z belly flop. And uh, <laughs> I don't want to know. I didn't want to experience that one. That was painful. And yeah. hypes being right hook. Which I also enjoyed seeing Hype try to, well, hype himself up to hit the Stormtrooper. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, knocked him off the edge. That's he did. Something, right? He did. Got to get props for that one. Yeah. Now, if BB Hate followed, that would have been even better. <laughs> we some, Someday, Tom. That's the season no. finale, Tom. That's I hope so. Um, but this is where the, the plan... So, I, I mean, I just assumed... Uh, you know, the first time I was watching it, oh, they're gonna they're gonna rescue everyone, and then they're all gonna go back to their jobs, and everything's gonna be happy. And no, no, <laughs> yeah, not at all. I mean, and I'm glad because it wouldn't have made any sense either, mm-hmm. right? In, in universe, the Empire would just let them go back to their jobs. So instead, they decide to visit to fly to Takadana to visit an old friend of Aunt Z's. And uh, who do you think that old friend is? Man, I have to assume that's Maz, right? Of course. Yeah. There's, apparently there's a league of extraordinary bartenders out there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's going to be the next the next TV series, the League of, league of Extraordinary Cantina Bartenders. I thought it was, thought it was uh, up by Maz Snappy. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I mean, do, will Maz be there when they arrive? Well, okay, that's going to be the question. Will we see the arrival or are we just going to hear about it? Because then again, you look at it this way. Now that you've got people off the platform, now they can get word out of what's going on. Since there was no way to get through the communication blackout, you have four people that are outside the communication blackout that can bring help. So now you're at the point to where are they going to bring in pirates or is Maz going to find something and, and bring in smugglers and scoundrels and maybe a Falcon or two to come in and save the day. I'm just throwing that Maybe That would be awesome. But here's the problem. Like as much as I want them to, you know, at this point, Ray is, she's probably either, she's probably just leaving Jakku right around now, which means she'll be headed to uh you know to, to takadana in in not so not so short order um yeah. yep takadana will be destroyed maz's cantina will be uh pretty much destroyed by the first order's attack and then hosnian prime is blown up and we, we know have- that well, as soon as hosnian prime is blown up we'll actually see uh you know the the speech um, from General Hux, uh, Kaz will see it on some sort of transmission. So that's going to be really soon. But I mean, we, we're we're running out of time. I, I don't know. If, can the Resistance help? Will Maz even be around to help by the time they make it to Takadana? I don't know. And that that's where I'm throwing out the possibility of the pirates because yeah. it, it, when when you remember watching the previews for this season, Kaz and Yeager and it looks like the crew, they're not in jail. So whatever happens at this point, somebody's got to spring them out of what's ever going to happen. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. I just, I just can't see the show returning to the status quo at this point. I, I think it's been irreversibly changed. Well, I, I think it, for yeah. the better. Yeah. Uh, and absolutely it has. And and I, I honestly think that it was irreversibly changed when the first order came up and said, racing is done that right there. If that was the full premise of the episode or the series, when the show started, as soon as they said the racing was racing was done at that point, now going forward, the total dynamic of this ep- of this show has changed. Yeah, absolutely. And I wonder if hype and aunt Z are now like the core of this, you know, resistance group on the Colossus that will eventually be led by, by Kaz and, and Yeager with, you know, help from Torah and Mendoza. Kevin and probably Powell. the aces. Well, depending on who in the aces, because yeah. we still don't know. See, that's the other thing. Will we ever find out if there actually was a spy on the Colossus other than Kaz? I don't know. I mean, the only, like, I think at this point we either have to discover that it's uh, Tam or I don't know how else, what else happens then. I mean, as yeah, much as I hate to say it, I don't think it's Torah anymore. No, yeah, I, I don't think it, it. It can't be Torah at this your, point. Your 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 theory was brilliant, and I love it, but it, it can't be Torah. I wish <laughs> it's not this time. Well, it it would be very interesting, even if they do bring up the quote unquote spy again, because this would end up being somebody that would be completely out of left field. That would be such a big background character that you only see sporadically. That had really no involvement in the story at all. Yep. It's probably Tam then. Well, it but it's either Tam, you look at it this way, it's Tam, or you take the flip side and say it's Niku. The one that you would yeah. least expect because of because of his personality and just because of him. Cause yeah, you know, it has to be someone we know, and I don't think it can be Dose yeah. at this point. It can't be Torah. No. It can't be um it can't be hype or Aunt Z because they were thrown in in prison unless it was part of a ruse, right? Which is not it not impossible, not impossible, but unlikely, I think. Yeah. Um. Can't be. Most of the other citizens are too much of a background character. It's not Sonara, obviously, because she's the pirate spy mm-hmm. and she's gone. Um. Unless I, it's one of the aces, but but they haven't. They haven't I know, given them enough the screen time aside yeah. from hype and Tora. And they yeah. were just ruled out. Uh, it's not Aunt Z. Um, I think I think maybe it is Tam at this point. I, I don't see or or Niku, but I don't, I don't see anybody else. They they can't bring a character out of nowhere in TV shows like this. They sure. always, if they're gonna introduce the big bad, it's never someone brand new in the at the eleventh hour. It's always something, yeah. someone you knew. But you see, the I I still get back to. I think I mentioned before it could have been the droid. The, the one droid that brought uh, the First Order into the office. I mean, who's to say that that could not have been the quote-unquote spy? But I think even for me right now, that would be a stretch because, again, there's not enough screen time there. And it wouldn't be an 11th hour. It wouldn't be a, huh? But it still just doesn't work. Yeah. I wonder, though, do you think, I don't know. I go back and forth on Tam. Maybe it is Niku, because Niku would be out of left field. But do you, do you think possible? The, do you think the spy has already struck? Because no, because I think the yeah, spy, I know. like 
it's going to undermine everything that Kaz is planning. Yeah. Well, because and Kaz, Kaz probably would have been under arrest already. Well, if, the that cliffhanger ending where they well, Kaz returns to the hangar and Commander Pyre has Yeager and Niku and Tam surrounded and everyone's under arrest. Like, yeah, is that yeah. The, is that the spy finally striking? Like, how, how why 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 is he under arrest? How do they know? Well, supposedly okay. the first order never okay. saw. But but put Kaz. it this way: in some cases, you look at last episode where uh, Kaz and Poe were on that planet with Imperial droids and also with Tie Fighters and um, um, and Baron what the 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 the, the other type. He Kaz has sometimes shown himself too many times that he could be the spy. So mm. it's not impossible that somehow, some way, they have him on some kind of surveillance video showing that he's the definite spy or he's done something to where he could be arrested because if they're arresting everybody left and right on the platform, they, it, it's a natural at some point they would have gone after him, period. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think it's the spy striking at this point. Hmm. I think that would be left field if it was the spy striking at this point. Okay. Yeah. Could be right. I guess I guess we won't know until next episode because this was a cliffhanger of an ending. Yeah, it was it a kinda big one. Ends. They're arrested, and that's it. Like this is yeah. probably the most exciting ending of the series so far. Yep. Um, you know, we've had little tip, uh, bits and pieces and exciting tidbits dropped, but now Kaz is is under arrest, and and looking at the description for the next episode, I, I think that's where my that's where my skepticism of Tam kind of comes into play where I don't know if she is actually the spy because, and we'll, we'll read the full summary shortly, but uh, part of it, the snippet is after realizing that Kaz and Yeager have been lying to her, Tam decides to stay with the troopers convinced her own innocence will save her from the wrath of the first order, which ah, maybe that, maybe she's still a spy, but that sounds like, yeah, maybe, or maybe there just isn't a spy. Like, that could be the other thing. Well, maybe, they've been hyped. Maybe they've been the saying there is, though, right? But it could have been a MacGuffin. That's true. It could. It could have been the total MacGuffin. Yeah, and it, it could have been a way to try and add a little bit of drama to the kind of early episodes without, I don't know, having to do do anything. It's a little cheap, but maybe there's got to be a spy. Like I don't. I actually don't know how. Like it doesn't feel right to just drop that thread entirely. Yeah. Okay, but if you look at it from the point of view of from a certain point of view, you might yeah, from say. a certain point. Sorry, from a certain point of view, if Poe's biggest reason was to put Kaz on the platform to spy on the First Order, if he were to do it by way of the thread of Kaz, there's a spy on the platform. You need to root it out. And all Poe wanted him to do is just give him information back on the First Order and just use it as a ruse just to put an informant on the platform itself. That could be a possibility. Could be. I mean, it would, again, as you brought up, it would be kind of a cheap possibility, but it would at least, it would at least give an out to where if Poe were to meet him, it's like, well, you know, kid, and I could see it. I could see Poe just go, you know, kid, really hate to tell you this, but I just wanted you there for the information. And there really wasn't the spy there because I wanted you there just to get me information and that was it. 
And the best way for me to do it was to tell you there's a spy. Yeah. Could be right. I hope they don't go that route, though. Same. It just seems cheap. I, I, I hope so. I, I hope you're right. But it has to be within the next couple episodes where something's got to come out. We've only got a couple episodes left at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's not much. We have uh, four episodes, including that two-parter. Yep. Season finale, and, so. and from the synopsis from the next episode, it doesn't sound like it's Tam. It could so. be. could be, but I, I, I don't think so. Man, Niku would be coming out of left field, but he, he's like the only one left. Yeah. I, it'd almost be too much, honestly. Mm-hmm. Unless he's just but. been intentionally so over the top. That's the but, other thing. He's but he like, just, that, that would be crazy if his like if the the way they portrayed his character. Well, it's like it's like he you know, the spy is just so over the top and always happy, and of course no one would ever suspect him because he's, it would be the he's the always like of, oh, I love parties, yay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, and then you find out that he's actually not like that at all, and he's very much a serious evil spy plotting. A mastermind. And then his character completely changes. That could be cool. That could be cool. I, I it'll probably not be the case, but could be. Yeah, I don't I don't buy it. Comes out dressed in a first order first order uh general outfit. General All serious. <laughs> Interesting. I was almost gonna say he comes out almost dressed like an inquisitor, but you know. <laughs> Uh, okay, so so what about our ratings? Who wants to go first? Because um, I I, th- I think we've done enough, and I think we can get to our ratings. How about you point. kick things off? What, what would ahead. you rate this episode? Oh me? Oh God! Yeah, you. I'm gonna stick my foot in mouth. I'm gonna have to give the sucker a nine. Out of all the episodes, I, and I'm giving it a nine because of how the show ended and how it's actually moving everything forward. And I'm really really liking now the direction of this episode. I think Steve, uh, Steve Melching doing this, this episode was outstanding. I think he really didn't miss a beat going from, you know, clone wars to rebels to this. It, it's, it's great writing. And there were points in this where it literally felt like you were watching a star Wars episode, a star Wars movie instead of just like a, a kid's cartoon show. So I really enjoyed this. I'm giving it a nine. I am taking my nine womp rats and they are going to go after BB hate and chase him all over that platform and annoy him until until BB hate runs out of energy and not them. So that's what I'm doing with my nine womp rats. Cool, cool. I think that works. Okay. Um, yeah, so let's see. I man, I loved the ending of this episode. I loved the ending. I, I feel like they're we we complained for a while the show didn't seem to be uh, moving super quickly and wow they are definitely moving fast now which i appreciate um and very soon we're going to be intersecting with force awakens i mean it's mm-hmm. it's already happening back there somewhere else in the galaxy but we'll start to see those events take a uh, effect on the show as well um I, I i love the the little moments like with the stormtroopers having their their little uh, discussion and the fact that the citizens are just disappearing very very cool and we're starting to see these alliances being formed between doza and yeager and uh aunt z and hype and 
uh, Kaz and everyone. So uh, I'm going to give it eight and a half Womp Rats out of 10. And my eight and a half Womp Rats are actually going to, well, you were wondering how CB23 was staying upright on those little rounded pipes. I, mm-hmm. I was wondering that actually. Yeah, that's because that's he has eight and a half tiny Womp Rats holding him up, helping to balance. So that works. Just barely off camera. It's too bad. Steven. So I think I'm going to have to give this, uh, oh, seven and a half Womp Rats, I think. Um, wow. I didn't. Don't don't wow me. No, it's okay. I mean, so I I enjoyed the episode. It just it didn't it didn't click with me. I guess like I didn't. I never really. It felt just a lot of Tor and Kaz going from room to room, almost almost as they mm-hmm. tried to figure out what was going on. Um, it was good. It just sure. didn't connect with me in the same way. I think that some of the previous episodes have. Um, it almost felt kind of like things slowed down to me. Um, but yeah. Overall, like I did enjoy it. Um, and uh, you know. It's just, it's really quite unfortunate, uh, you know, seven Womp Rats before, you know, this episode were horrifically taken by the First Order uh, and have not been seen since. Poor Womp Rats. Wow. It really is just a shame. What are they going to do? Nobody knows. Well, maybe in the next episode we'll find out. Maybe we will, Tom. Yeah. Yes. Well, that episode will be Star Wars Resistance Season 1, Episode 19, Descent. Uh, In this episode, after the First Order discovers the fireball was the ship that crossed into their territory, Yeager's Mm -hmm. crew must evade troopers hunting them down. After realizing that Kaz and Yeager have been lying to her, Tam decides to stay with the stormtroopers. Convinced her own innocence will save her from the wrath of the First Order. So that begs the question, how do they escape the trap yep. at the end of the last episode? Yep. Something and, tells me we're going to find out. And and do you have a feeling within this episode, because it, it's Jaeger and crew must evade the stormtroopers hunting them down, we might see the speech that was given by, um, oh God, what's his Hux. name? Uh, the speech from uh, uh, Force Awakens? I, I don't think we're to the speech yet, but I think we're getting close. Okay. Well, it does kind of have the, at least by way of the description, if I remember the trailer, you do see Kaz kind of watching over something as he's watching these troopers with a hologram. So, I don't know. Because descent could also mean descent into darkness. And that that could be when, think about it. Yeah. Descent descent into darkness. That could be what flips Tam around too, if that's the direction they're going to go. You know, there's when Tam sees the message or sees the yep. new, uh, new Hostian, Hospian. Why am Hosnian, I blanking out? Hosnian. 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 Sorry, I was Hosnian missing Prime. that middle letter. Um, I wonder if that's the, that's the trigger, you know? Yeah. Hosnian prime is destroyed and she realizes what the heck not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out in the next episode. Yes, we will. Very, very exciting. That's for sure. I cannot wait to see what happens um so you guys stay tuned i know we were uh, a bit late with our episode this week thanks for your patience but we will be back in just a few days with our review of resistance descent stay tuned thank you for listening to the ion cannon podcast your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far far away 
For over a decade, Ion Cannon has covered every corner of the saga, from the films and animated series like The Clone Wars and Rebels, to books, comics, games, and more. If you like what you hear, please rate us in your favorite podcast client. Your review will help this show grow within the Star Wars community. We can be found at our website, ioncannoncast.com, and you can follow us through Facebook and Twitter. To email us, you can do so at contact at ioncannoncast.com. The Ion Cannon Podcast is not associated with Lucasfilm, The Walt Disney Company, or any and all of their respective trademarks or copyright holders. Any opinion expressed on the show are that of the hosts. This podcast is a production by fans, for fans, and is copyright 2018.